My name is Ryan Miller and for the past 15 years I've helped hundreds of people to raise millions of dollars for their funds and for their startups. If you're serious about raising money, launching your business, or taking your life to the next level, this show will give you the answers so that you too can enjoy your pursuit of making billions. Let's get into it. Hey, real estate investors. Have you ever wondered how to enter a blue ocean market with little competitors? Ever wonder how to jump in on the rising tides of prop tech to juice your bottom line? Well, in this week's episode of Making Billions, I bring on Johnny Wolf. Johnny has built a prop tech company called Homeroom. This company is a rising star in the real estate sector where investors can collect impressive rents from renting out all their rooms. Finding innovative ways to dominate old markets are impressive skills we can all use in our pursuit of making billions. Here we go. Hey, welcome to another episode of Making Billions. I'm your host, Ryan Miller, and today I have my dear friend, Johnny Wolf. Johnny is the CEO and founder at a new prop tech company called Homeroom. His work has gone on to create a new category in real estate where he combines technology into real estate investing, resulting in $100 million of assets under management in just a couple of years. So what this means is Johnny understands how to make money in real estate, how to build companies, and how to get venture capital investors to cut a check and invest. So Johnny, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Ryan, super happy to be here. A big fan of the Making Billions uh, podcast and community. So um, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And you know, I've done a lot of uh, homework on you and I've seen your company called Homeroom and I'm excited to get into that. But before we do, maybe you can help us understand how did you even get into real estate, making investments, let alone building a tech company? Maybe you can start with where it began for you. Sure. So in 2007, I graduated college, moved to the Bay Area. Uh, and I was a financial analyst and I kept working real hard. I kept an- trying to make more money, get promoted, but real estate always seemed out of my reach in the Bay. So as everyone else, I lived with roommates. I wanted to buy real estate and, and it just didn't seem, it seemed years and years away always. So I bought my first home in Midland, Texas um, in 2008. It was, it may not have been the, the best deal ever, but it was, I learned a lot right from real estate. So I ended up buying another property um, and had a few thoughts about like how property management could be better and how investors could make better uh, decisions when they're buying far away. Um, th- about 2010, though, I, I had some personal me- and health issues and I lost pretty much all of my re- my retirement money and my properties. Um, and so I started basically from zero. So really kind of a and so now I'm in the Bay Area looking at real estate prices. They're like a million five. I have no money. My income's okay, but qualifying for a house is still far away. So I decided to make an aggressive move and I moved to, I analyzed the, the nation for the best appreciation potential in real estate and picked Austin, Texas. So I moved there in 2015 and bought a number of properties within uh, about 14 month period. And there, I wanted appreciation. I wanted to increase my wealth, kind of get back you know, like a net worth. And um, so I decided to rent them out by the room because I was buying kind of nicer properties in nicer areas and that increased cash flow. It ended up working out I, and I did really well. And my friends were jealous of sort of what they were seeing and wanted me to help them invest like this. So I um, started Homeroom in 2018 to help investors buy homes and rent them out by the room. Wow. So your experience in Austin uh, really sparked that, that. That was kind of the 
the initial seed to what uh, your company Homeroom does, which uh, walk us through, but basically it helps people to uh, find or rent rooms. Is that right? It's, it's a two-sided marketplace. It helps people that are investors that are out of state or local to buy a home uh, with our company. And then we will apply the uh, platform to their home and rent it out by the room. And it can increase rent for investors by up to 50%, which is really cool. It also provides really affordable housing for uh, people in our homes. They're paying 30 or 40% less than a studio apartment in the exact same neighborhood. Wow. So you help people find rooms to rent. You help property owners to find tenants. And um, you also, my understanding is Homeroom also helps investors to find properties to invest in. Is that right? Correct. It's it's There's a lot of pieces to doing this right for both investors and for the tenants. So we decided to go fully vertically integrated and make sure that everyone was happy, right? If we're right in the middle, making it work uh, really smoothly. Man, phenomenal. So um, my understanding, so you said you started back in 2018. So that wasn't very long ago. How's revenue growth been? Yeah, in 2022, we, we grew revenue 5x. Um, so, you know, the first the first couple of years, man, were tough, but we we hit a seam in 2022. Awesome. And does that, like, what what were some of the drivers? Is it, you know, some of the metro areas you're in? Or, you know, what, what would you say helped you as an entrepreneur, uh, specifically in your company? What helped you to grow revenue 5x? It's a lot of little things that you just keep stacking them together one at a time. And then once it's almost as if no one's interested, if you have 73% of the things right, but the second you hit 76% of the things right, suddenly everyone's interested. Uh, uh, those numbers are completely made up. But there's some moment where it inflects and people are like, that's good enough. And it sounds like it's going to work. Man. And uh, what what are, are you around the world? Are you only in certain areas? Maybe we can help uh, for our listeners around the world. Where is Homeroom available right now? Yeah. So we're in 11 metro areas today. And we're expanding pretty aggressively in Kansas City, Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Texas, San Antonio, Houston, Atlanta, Indian, Tampa right now. Okay, perfect. So your revenue is growing. You're helping investors. You're helping landlords. You're helping people find rooms. This is a really, this is kind of a, a, a bit of a marketplace that you've created for yourself. And by a 5x revenue jump, I would say things are going well for you. Now, based on all that success, I'm wondering as we, as we round third base, I'm just wondering um, what are, if you could share with us even just one simple tip that you found to be helpful in making money in this real estate sector. You know, it's I, it's best to give advice in something that you kind of have done maybe repeatedly with success. And so one of the things that was disparaged in real estate was, was appreciation and forecasting that in single family homes for a while. And I think that's really paramount. If you're kind of early stage, you want to maximize your net worth. Predicting real estate appreciation is not that difficult. You can see trend lines over the last two years. And if you see population and income um, growing using tools, um, then you can you can identify those pockets and you can identify those neighborhoods. And I think your chances are quite good if you do that and focus on that appreciation. So what have you done to find those neighborhoods? Do you use technology? Do you just drive the neighborhoods? Like, how do you find those key areas? What advice can you give to some of our listeners in the private equity space that are looking to make money in real estate? Yeah, I think it's it's a mixture of, you know, the people side that's a cl- that's the classic in real estate. You got to have people on the ground. You got to understand it. So you, you need to pay a really smart real estate agent. But 
what's ha- what I think is the, a really important piece is the data side, right? So w- when I'm looking at a, a neighborhood, I'm looking at CoreLogic data or, or House Canary data. Uh, CoreLogic has a nice um, affordable option that anyone can use called Neighborhood Scout. So you can look at crime, you can look at demographics, you can look at density and sub-neighborhoods, right? And so you want to catch something that combines all this data that's now available in single family homes that is available to anyone with like a very savvy agent that knows the location. And if you can get those two to line up and you can see the, uh, the appreciation kind of map kind of goes out from cities or out from areas and you get right on the edge of that and it aligns with the data and the agent, then I think you, you're going to have a big winner um, over time, right? Today is an interesting time in real estate, but over time you'll definitely uh, be able to make a lot more in real estate than most other asset classes. I love that. So CoreLogic, Neighborhood Scout, those help, uh, I'm assuming, with population growth and kind of the local uh, demographics that happens in, in the civic areas. What about, uh, say, income growth? How, do, how does that factor into your analysis? Yeah, it's really important, right? So when I looked at the cities across the United States, the thing that popped about Austin and you know, it's, I'm not a genius. Everyone kind of knew Austin was going off in 2015, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, it's a little obvious, but you, if you look in the data, which I think is more important than the awareness of a city is you saw that Austin's population was growing ex- really rapidly, but the other side was the income side, right? You can see that on mm-hmm. paystale.com trade and economics. Um, how is because really housing is a pretty simple formula po- number of people times the amount of income they have right mm-hmm. and about 30% of that gets to go to housing so if those are growing you, the 30% that's going to go to housing is going to go up so people are going to be able to afford more homes and so especially in an area where the inventory is short it's going to drive appreciation at an outpaced rate and so you you could see it happen in Austin 2015. You could see it happen in Nashville a little bit later. You could see it happening in Boise a little bit later. These things are happening and they happen slowly and you can catch them if you're paying attention. Any other tools that you use to, to find that income growth? Those are the two main, I mean, two main ones. It has it has in the CoreLogic data sets and the House Canary data sets. Um, and so there, there's other items there that, that'll actually work. Um, but I, I like those two uh, the most, right? Because you can see that you could just do the simple math on the multiplication. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. So, um, and at, before we wrap things up, uh, is there any last minute things you'd like to say or, you know, if, how to, if people want to reach out or learn a little bit more about your company? Uh, obviously, thanks so much for, you know, having me on the show and it, it really kind of an honor. I really enjoyed it, enjoyed it after I kind of seen it. Um, yeah, last things to say is, you know, Real estate's a bit harder. It's not there's not a quick get rich quick thing. People like chase the 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 um, retire by thirty passive income thing a bit much. But I you know I think if you do it smart and you use leverage intelligently, you're not going to be able to beat real estate returns. We run the numbers all the time, right? And like single family homes especially because the appreciation doesn't match rent. It's it's just a phenomenal asset class. Man, that's phenomenal advice. So. Um, you know, following in in your tracks, do your research. Um, and one of the things that I just want to highlight that Johnny's done uh, with his company um, in is you were able to take a little bit different approach. So too many people believe, and I posted this on Instagram, believe it or not, to my 110,000 followers. So I posted it to everybody and I said, look, like so many people think they need these like revolutionary products to get funding from venture capitalists or any interest or anything. When in reality, evolutionary tends to be a lot more favorite is to say, well, yeah, here's what it is. And this is just the natural evolution of the product. 
And what Johnny's done is he evolved in the real estate space on a prop tech company to say, well, some people out there can buy houses and sell houses. Other companies will do, you know, short-term rentals. What about renting rooms? And so you found this natural evolution and produced a whole company around that. And my understanding is you went through Y Combinator and you did all these things and you produced a whole company around that to say, um, here's another angle to real estate. And here you are, 5X in your revenue, and you've only just begun, brother. So that is phenomenal. So 5Xing your revenue, finding an evolutionary product within a growing industry while doing your research are all critical skills we need in our pursuit of making billions. What a show. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Now, if you haven't done so already, be sure to leave a comment and review on new ideas and guests you want me to bring on for future episodes. Plus, why don't you head over to YouTube and see extra takes while you get to know our guests even better. And make sure to come back for our next episode where we dive even deeper into the people, the process, and the perspectives of both investors and founders. Until then, my friends, stay hungry, focus on your goals, and keep grinding towards your dream of making billions.